Well, good morning, little brother. It's Early Break with Zip and Jay. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Weekday mornings from 6 to 8 on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, back here on Early Break. Steve Sipple, Nick Sainter filling in for uh, Jake Sorensen. Texas Jeremy says this on the text line, 402-464-5685. Oh, great. Y'all got Lava Rock soap ads popping up on my feeds. <laughs> Thanks, Bagel Boy and Triple P. <laughs> Triple P. <laughs> Love it. Triple P. I guess that's going to be a thing now. Yeah. You so, airmail one into the dugout. <laughs> I triple pumped. There was a reason. <laughs> I got into my head. It's all mental, Sip. I'm telling you. You're in, a, you're in a spiral right now. Yeah. All right. <laughs> but the text line seems to like you. Didn't somebody say well, they've never they, – they didn't think they'd say they'd ever miss Jake? <laughs> yeah, they said never thought I'd miss Jake. Tuning in to sm- tomorrow at 6.30. Well, guess what? Tomorrow at 6.30, guess who's going to be here? <laughs> Not Jake. <laughs> Triple P. Triple P and sip. Triple P action. Yep. So we'll, we'll just open the show like that the rest of the week. Yeah. Just that, that nickname will stick just to early break. It won't go to the <laughs> captain or happy hour. It'll just go a lot. Can you handle this this week? Yeah, I I think I think we'll be okay. I I feel bad for the people. Why? I I feel bad because there's gonna be a lot of my voice on these airwaves this week. Yeah. And in in recent, you know, in times that my voice has been on here a lot, um, the people don't not necessarily don't like it. They just kind of get tired of it. I don't especially. And I don't blame them. I I don't blame blame them at all. I would say this. I would say this. I want to thank you publicly. For for doing this, this is oh not a gosh. small. This, this is, is not a small endeavor. It's early break. It begins at six a.m. That means you're got to get up early. Oh yeah, my my, it, my alarm went off at five twenty this morning. Yeah. I thought, oh boy. Yeah, this is a grind. This is a grind week for you. It's a grind week. It's a grind time for Gus and Gus's life. He's nineteen oh, yeah. years old. I'm an old man, so getting up early is just kind of what we do. You know, so we, it's we, not hard for me. We got lava soap on Kent's phone. Lava rocks. I'm just gonna say it just every so often. It. We just lava rocks. <laughs> every day we're gonna bring new products. So so to people's your phone. phones. If you want to keep your phone nearby the show, exactly. There's gonna be things that are popping up that are weird. Today it's lava <laughs> rocks. All right, that's awesome. All right, so yeah, let's, let's talk about something. Let, let's dive into sports. 402-464-5685, The Honda Lincoln Hotline. Starter Heyman text line. Both those open for you guys. Okay, so sip on Friday. The USA Today filed a, a public records lawsuit uh, against Nebraska for denying or withholding the details on the metrics in Scott Frost and Fred Hoiberg's restructured contracts. Right. So just to kind of give, give the listeners a backstory here. Okay. So back in April, USA Today reporter Steve Berkowitz okay. requested for the, quote, mutually agreed upon metrics because you have to remember – Trev Alberts and, and company did not spill any of the beans. And we were all thinking, all right, what are these uh, agreed-upon metrics? Yeah. Is it bowl game? Is it seven wins? Is there some sort of certain, like, not statistical performance that you need? This must be what it is. But it, what, I, what I, is I think it? it might just be a metric. Just you got to get to a certain, a certain amount of wins. A benchmark. Yeah. A benchmark of wins. I, I, think, I think everybody's on the same page there as well. However, Steve Berkowitz was denied on his request. Berkowitz requested for Hoiberg's details one month later and was denied once again. Now, here's where it kind of gets interesting. So the assistant attorney general, Elizabeth Gao, claimed that the requests from Steve Berkowitz crossed the line of personal information regarding personnel 
of public bodies other than salaries. That's right. So she, so they believe that it it crossed the line of being more than just about a salary, salary information. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, you set that up very well. So, I don't know where this will go in the court of law. Um, it's it's out there because the AD Trev Alberts had put it out there. Yeah. Now, first of all. If I were an AD, I probably wouldn't put metrics in a contract. And I'm not positive that he did. This could be, I mean, it could be something he wrote on a piece of paper and signed. On the other hand, it could be an addendum to a contract. Mm -hmm. If I did it, I wouldn't talk about it because people are going to naturally wonder, especially in a season like this, what is the metric? Well, look what we're doing right now. It, right. It's uh, what is the magic number that Scott Frost needs to get to to stay here for? That's what we're year? talking about. That, that's literally the biggest question. And, and and as much as Nebraska might not want national eyes on them this year mm-hmm. because they've been struggling so much, national eyes are going to be all over Lincoln, Nebraska, and all over Scott Frost this year. Right now, what if the metric is out though? Okay, now I, here's one way we can go with this conversation. How often do you see? A head coach operating under a, a metric that is public. Well, I don't think you can go you, wrong you with transparency. Okay, well, are you sure about that? Everybody's okay, on the I, same page. Why do you never see it? It would That's be a, a point. That's it would be point. an incredibly fascinating sort of occurrence mm-hmm. if we knew going into every season that let's say let's set one. Let's set one. Set a, what, set what a does, metric or a benchmark? Yeah, okay. What does Mike Loxley at Maryland have to get to to retain his job? Well, so that's going to come up at seven. So we're going to yeah. talk about the, all the coaches, what, right? What, what would you but set like, it at? What would you set it at? Well, I think you have to. You have. What would you, you set to, Mike Loxley's at at Maryland? I think you have to evaluate where Maryland's at as a program. Sure, right? sure. you have Sean there, line. There's a lot of there's a lot of evaluation that has to go into that sort of number. Yeah. So I'd set Loxley at six. Okay, so doesn't Maryland's season get incredibly fascinating if you know going in that yeah. Loxley's got to get to six? Well, you you could argue you could argue that it kind of you kind of strong arms the not strong arms but kind of ties the hands of of administration and the people in charge because well, I, yeah now I, what I, if, I your can quarter, see your what point, if two yeah. quarterbacks go down well, does the it, metric change? Okay, I got to ask that's, you a that's question. That's actually really interesting because let me ask you a question. You don't want to adjust expectations. Well, you can't if it's in the contract. That's true, but you, you have to you have to be realistic. Well, also listen, Nick. This is what I'm getting at. Why put that metric in a contract mm-hmm. if if there's so many if there's a let's not say so many, but there's a few factors that could alter yeah. the way you feel it. What I'm getting at is the decision to keep or fire a head coach, often is a feel. It's not a certain number. If What if Frost loses two quarterbacks um, and a game gets canceled? Yeah. But the metric is still six. And he gets to six and gets fired. People are going to – some people would be like, wait a second, that's not really fair, you know? I I think part of it, though – Sit, we're we're sitting here in year five. Do you thinking, see what I'm saying? I, I do, I do, and I I I don't know what side of the fence I would honestly be on. Is that bad to say? That I'm I would, saying the fe- the side of the fence I'm on is I don't 
You I think it's very slack. dicey to yeah. put metrics in anybody's contract and oh, then discuss so them publicly. I can, I can, I can definitely see that. And I never, I, you know, we've never talked deep about metrics or anything like this. No, this is our first. So this time. is this. Is you know why it's our first time? Because it never happens. Yeah, that, that's true. What if? What would Nick Saban's be? We'll we'll do this at seven o'clock. But yeah. What would you say if you're the AD at Alabama, Nick? If you win two, you're no, no, no. You got to win four this year. You're safe. Well, I mean, I, I think is there some sort of. I, I think it that's also par- partially that's expectation also, well, sure. and accountability. There's a lot that goes into it. And so when you're looking at Nebraska, I, I think what, what's so what makes Nebraska's situation so difficult is you look at it and you're, you're seeing that you, you've been paying a coach five million dollars now. This year's four million because the, we know that part of the restructure. He got whacked. Yeah, exactly. Buyout cuts he in half. He got clipped. <laughs> Buyout cuts in half after week six. Um, but it also gives Frost an opportunity that if he if he passes or achieves these metrics, he gets bumped up to five. I think it's a metric. Yeah, gets what do you bumped think, up. What, what would to be five. the metrics? Do you, do you got to do seventy push-ups in a cer- certain amount of time? <laughs> pacer test. <laughs> That's right. I did the pacer test. <laughs> okay. No. Well, I think it's a metric. I think it's I think it's probably six or seven wins. Which, by the way. That's a significant it difference. It is. I, I think I'd like. That's why people want to know it. Is it bad that I put it at eight? Eight. Is it eight? Does that it, feel steep? Hold on. Stop. So what you're suggesting is the metric is win eight or you're fired? No, not necessarily win eight. But I think that's that's one of the expectations that you have to have because you, you, well, no, at some point, what, what's your metric, AD? You're seven, the AD. Seven. Okay, you're putting seven. On I am. It. Like, win seven or you're fired. It, it's time, and I understand that. And the text line might come at me, and that's totally fine. Four zero two four six four five six eight five. But I, I think we're at a point where you have to evaluate Nebraska as a program and see you've continuously made changes despite at the quarterback position. You've, that's but that's now gone. Like that can't be used as, a, as an excuse anymore. A scapegoat, right? You bring in Mark Whipple, you bring in Mickey Joseph and Brian Applewhite, who I think is kind of flying under the radar here for what he's doing in that running back room. Yeah. I feel like you look around. I, I we have daily conversations on this station where it's you feel good about the talent in the room, and you feel better about the positions or, or the the situations that Casey Thompson could be put in rather than you did about Adrian Martinez. So that's why we feel just automatically that Casey Thompson's going to have a good year this year or is an upgrade from Adrian Martinez, mm-hmm. just automatically because you bring in a guy like Mark Whipple and what he did last year at Pitt. I, I, I truly wonder how glamorous is the Mark Whipple hire if it's not. If he wasn't at Pitt last year, I agree. It, it, like, but but you know, it is what it is, and and he was at Pitt. But at the end of the day, you're in year five of a coach that you were paying five million dollars a year for, and you haven't gotten more than five wins. And it's been it's been a tenure or a coaching time that with with this guy that it's been rocky, it's been unstable, it's been a lo- repetitive in the ways that you've lost games. And you sit here and go, when is enough enough? And you have to uphold the standard, right? We always talk about the standard or expectation at Nebraska. And Husker fans, especially the folks that that paid attention in the 90s and paid attention when Nebraska was really, really strong and good, it's eight, nine wins is, is I get still you. a failure. I'm not. And so you, you have to uphold the standard. If you I get want, it. If you, if you want to apply this much pressure to a coach or, or you want to take it seriously and when football is the main driver – you have to uphold that standard. I get it. So you're saying seven. I'm, I'm because not, the last six years you listen, haven't. And I'm that's not. How, that's how I'm you've allowed not debate, mediocrity. I'm not debating you on that. 
that Nebraska should be in a position to win seven games. What I'm debating is whether you should put it in a contract. Listen, can, I, can we think of it in terms of last season, Nick? Yeah. Putting a metric. What if the metric last year? Now, I'm going to tell you something right now, Nick. If the metric in this, if let's, this is a hypothetical. Yeah. If the metric in Scott's contract last year was six. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going to tell you something right now. He didn't get there. He didn't come close. He got, he, want, he got three. But, Nick, if that was the metric last year and you fired Frost, half the fan base would be in an uproar. Well, I think when you're That's when you're why it's with dicey guy, to put a metric out there. It is. Because th- well, last season was strange, wasn't it? it they oh, only absolutely. won three. Absolutely. They only won three, but they were close. They played and, well enough in three and a and, half quarters and to win six. There's half the people listening to our show right now that would say, oh, yeah, he should have been fired. Yeah. There's half the people that would have went nuts. If Trev, Al- Trev Albert doesn't want to walk into a situation as an AD in his first year, have half the fan base. Mm-hmm against it well and so that's where I think I, I'm definitely on the side of Trev Alberts here to where I think it was a good idea to restructure the deal okay it was smart so extremely smart decision I totally agree because it comes in let's everybody settle down get on the same page for a year and a half and see two football seasons I, I truly I, I truly I think I yeah. think it's it's uh, it's a, a smart move also when you throw in the pandemic and all the money that they lost I, I think it's a smart move I'm, I'm not trying to discredit Trev Alberts for, for restructuring the deal and saying that he should have fired Scott Frost. But I think at some point, whether it's year five or year eight, you have to put your foot down. Because if you don't put your foot down in year five or in year six, then you're going to find yourself ten years into a head That's coach. That's not the debate here, though. It is. It's whether it you isn't. should put a metric in his contract. So you, so probably not. I, that's where I come down. I agree with everything you said about yeah. expectations. But that's not the debate. I am saying it's dicey to put a number out there, okay? Yeah. If you're going to put a number in a contract, don't say it publicly because people automatically, and, and Trev has has said there's a number, mm-hmm. that there's a mutually agreed-to number. Well, I got it. With due respect to Trev, that's a, why would you say that publicly? That's true. Because now people are going to wonder, all right? And in this case, there's a lawsuit. I don't know where that will go. It, it, it's sort of interesting. Now, will this, will this wind up in court? I don't, I don't know. The, the story in the Journal Star alludes to that possibility. We'll see. Are we going to break? We are. All right. Well, we are. A good, healthy discussion that we can continue. Yeah, I, I kind of I went off topic, but it's, it is what it is. I, my mind, you'll learn this about me. Sit, my mind just starts wandering. And I, uh, <laughs> that's the problem just goes, with your just throw to first base. Over. I think your mind was wandering. Yeah, it's just you kind triple of, pumped, and then kind of all over the you place. need to lock in on the glove. All right, so uh, John in Des Moines said this: the real test about Nick is in ten minutes with the first song of the day. Yes. Granted, the bar is low, but the pressure is on. I told you, Sip. I think you might be kind of impressed by me. We'll get to song of the day next on early break. Now. 